good morning, afternoon, or evening. Yep. Good morning. My name is Rowan Deckers, and next to me is Gerard Deckers. Yes. And it is time for another Unlimited Potential podcast, episode four today. Yeah, and a very special episode today. Yeah, because we are, for the first time, we are talking about um, a submitted topic. So for the people, because we don't, don't worry, you haven't really missed that much. We do ask it, obviously, in our emails. We also tell people like, hey, if you have an idea, if you have a suggestion for us to talk about or someone you want us to talk to, maybe for a session uh, as a guest, you can always send us an email. Uh, it's also in every mail that we send out to our uh, follower list. Um, but I also, we don't have like Instagram yet for unlimited power uh, no. or unlimited potential. No. And we don't have a Twitter yet. So normally people would ask it there. But for the people that know me, Rowan Deckers, I also make a lot of content. So I have some, some social media following. Um, so I asked on my Instagram, I asked people that knew me and knew that we do this, this podcast. I asked them. Uh, what are like, th what are things that people that they are struggling with? I just ask people, uh, literally put a question in my story. You can do that, and then people can type in an answer, and you'll see it on your Instagram story. So I asked, what's a what's the struggle that you're currently struggling with? Yeah, and we got a lot of answers. Um, we wrote them all down, so we have a list that we're keeping track of, um, where we where we see all those and then we can pick one. And obviously we first want to pick and we wanted to pick a subject that um, in our opinion is a little bit more general. So most mm. people can relate to it or at least get something out of it. Uh, for the first one, we took a very interesting one. You have it on your screen yeah. because you, you really yeah. prepared for today. You got your <laughs> iPad out and yeah. everything. I'm really prepared. What well, was it again? Literally all, all the, the submission uh, that was uh, sent in. It was a very interesting question um, about imagining that people can think negatively about you and making that thought real um, and so back away without saying why. Yeah, so the idea is that this person um, basically to told themselves through whatever means uh, that they that other people do not like him or yeah. her um, and, but there's no like grounded reason for that. And then that, that inner voice that told themselves that basically said like, we, we just, we, let's just back away from this and let's just not talk to them anymore. And let's basically act on that negative thought. Yeah. I think a lot of people can relate to this, um, feeling. Yeah. So, I think a lot can. So, so a lot of the time we, we do definitely, uh, tell ourselves especially when you're in like a negative mind space, we tell ourselves things that are not based on facts. They're true. They're, they're based on interpretations of reality, or uh, we hone down on very specific small things that do not sketch the entire picture at all that are just li a little part, mm. but we focus in on it. We hone in on it and we let that decide basically our next step from that negative space. And then we create an, a mind reality so to say that yeah but this it's in in this case obviously it was about negative connotation mm -hmm. so that you think that people think negative about you yeah and for some reason that perception of negativity uh, touches something inside of you so 
you are being affected by this perception of reality, by this perception of how people um, think about what you do or who you are. Yeah, for a reason, it, it, it feels like something you maybe even relate to because you're like, yeah, you want to believe it, of course, because if it's some, if it would have been something that you definitely couldn't stand behind where you're like, nah, this is, this can't be true, then you wouldn't believe it. No, this is, uh, and what's very cool is, and obviously um, I run a, um, a private practice on every Friday where I see people in my, in my practice. And, and this is one of the, uh, questions i get a lot also in my practice that's why we are going to uh, as a psychologist as, as a psychologist yeah. and that, that's why we're going to take this uh this subject or this um uh, this question um first because i think it's a very I can good relate one. to it because a lot of people also come to me in my practice and uh, and talk about this and and very often we need to like um, analyze the question and that's what I what I'm doing here um, um, first so so this question mainly has three parts so it is that you imagine you imagine in your head what other people think so you create a picture about the mindset of somebody else so that, that's, yeah, the, yeah, that's, that's the first thing that happens. Then, and that's, uh, that's in this question, then you're going to make it real for yourself. And you do this yourself. So first, first thing is they filled in basically the, the thoughts of the other person because they were like, they yeah. probably don't like yeah. me. Or well, yeah. they are conscious about it because they literally send us this obviously in a way where they said mm -hmm. like, okay, I am doing this. So they are conscious that they're doing this and that it's not a good thing to do. Mm -hmm. they, they know that of themselves. But it starts, like you said, yeah, step so one is they fill it in for other people. Yeah, they what imagine. They, think. Yeah, they, they imagine it. They imagine. But then they make it a reality for themselves. And then... And then, um, for some reason we don't know yet, they make it a reality in their own mind. So they are going to believe what they think other people think. So they're going to make it a reality in their own heads. And then, based on that reality, they're going to take action. And in this case, the action was backing away. They, they, they to, to make it very, very simple, I always like to make things simple with, with like words, specific mm -hmm. words. But to make that simple, it's they start with an interpretation. Yes. They make that a mental reality. They make it a mental But then they send it back and created a physical reality out of that mental reality. Not, and not only a physical reality, they let their actions be guided by that. Yeah, yeah so those actions created as a physical yes. reality. Created, so, so they create a reality in their head and that reality is a trigger to... Um, to conduct some kind of behavior. Yeah, so I mean, uh, uh, well, I think this person uh, is uh, quite aware of the fact that this is uh, 
not a good thing to do. Otherwise, they wouldn't have sent this in. They're obviously, they want to work on this, but it, it keeps being interesting to me to see that as a, as a flat fact, how that works. So mm -hmm. uh, skipping the middle part of this whole thing, in the end, that is an interpretation is the, is the beginning. It starts at the interpretation yes, and the result in the end is that it is a, a reality created by you based on the thing that you've actually feared at the beginning. So it's like, it starts as an interpretation, but you make it a reality. Just skipping the middle parts here, right? right? So just, just like beginning, end. Yes. It, it began as an interpretation and yeah. interpretations are still so like flexible and still so open and... And what a lot of people um, experience is that they feel that their behavior is being guided for some by something that maybe is not real. Because they do realize that they they do realize that they are interpreting and that they are imagining something that somebody else thinks about them. Yeah, so they they realize they realize this and still they find themselves behaving according to that interpretation and they, well, most of them judge themselves a little bit for that. So, Because you um, want to make a reality, a reality. Like, so so the, the, the result is something that's, I think, in a way inevitable. Mm -hmm. Like you want to make a reality and I think this actually ties in with a subject that we still want to talk about in, the f in a future episode, uh, which is the, the, the currently trending topic, uh, tre trending problem for our generation that mm. we all want security. Everybody wants things to, wants answers to everything. Everybody wants safety and they want to know reliability, safety. Th th that's what everybody wants. No, everybody's like afraid of uncertainties and of things mm. you don't know. So, I'm not going to go into that right now because it's for a future episode, but bringing that to this, it's yes. only logical that the brain, even though it's an interpretation, that the brain wants to create a reality out of that because we want something to... to Tangible. Yeah, we yeah, want yeah, we want to make it. something yeah, out yeah, of yeah. that interpretation. Yeah, yeah. And then we come to what I think you were going to start about, the fact that why our brain initially said, yes, this is the thing I'm going to believe. Like the thought comes in, the interpretation comes in and something in the brain said, uh, it, it, the little message came in and like, the, the brain received it and they're like, ah, oh, what, what do we have here? Uh, people don't like you. Yeah, I think this is one that we have to believe. Let's let's put this yeah, into production and let's... Uh, yeah, but it's never like this that people don't like me. It's always that person... Yeah, that person. ...doesn't like me. Or that, that and that person doesn't like me. And so we need to discover ourselves where this um, where this um, episode ap yeah I, I know something good is coming because you're doing this with your hands <laughs> yeah, like and you know when someone like rubs their fingers <laughs> yeah, you know like oh, oh now they're yeah. thinking now they're really yeah. thinking about something so so you you absorb that negative negative interpretation you yeah. absorb it and you absorb it for a reason 
And I don't know what exactly the reason is why this person is making the interpretation that there is something negative in the mind of these other people. So we, we, we don't know this yet. Not but, yet. But we know one thing for sure. He believes that there is a negative in connotation or opinion yeah. about him or her. And I think that's a very healthy thing to, to think about it, to go through whoever you are, where, wherever you are. Um, it's a good thing to go through as a personal journey, I guess, yeah. to think about um, what negative things about yourself you believe. What are the things, if, if someone were to say, I don't know, I'm just going to spit, spitball yeah. a couple. Uh, you're ugly. You're bad at tennis. You're bad at football, whatever. Yeah. You're, uh, you would be a bad model. You, you're bad at shaving. The mustache is ugly. Um, the, pff, All uh, kind of stuff. A whole list. You can name every insecurity. But yeah. for everybody's good, uh, if you like have something where you're like, ah, I've, I, I always feel insecure about that. What is the part that you believe? Mm. And why do you actually believe it within yourself? Like, obviously, everybody can say, because they said that. No, but why do you believe that, they, uh, that when they say it? That's very interesting. And there is a very good explanation why this maybe uh, becomes bigger in your mind. When most of the time, when you think somebody is has a negative opinion about you or something something about you, type of behavior or whatever, there is a um, resonation within your own opinion about yourself. Yeah. So there is something inside of you that is also thinking the same thought about yourself yeah and then it's almost as oh i'm caught now i'm i'm like they got me oh we're going to imposter syndrome territory <laughs> here or? no well a little bit that's a very popular term um, yeah but, but but the the psychological process is is that most people avoid pain we know we are pain avoiders I, th so, I think that like most people is even an understatement. I think everybody, yeah. right? We're so we avoid pain. That, that, that's that's what we do, and we do everything we can to avoid that. And having a realization that something is maybe not that well developed in yourself could be negative. Um, you try and hide it. Or well, it, 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 that's a way of doing it, but you wanted to be—you basically wanted to be gone, and obviously you could work on it. But I think a lot of people indeed choose for the simple option, which could be hiding, because yeah. that's like, okay, just quickly hide it, shove it on the rug. Yeah, exactly. And then, and then somebody says, "Oh no, <laughs> I see this," and then you think, "Oh, uh, I tried to hide it, but mm, I didn't succeed here," and then. You don't even see maybe the 
positive things people also see in you. Yeah, because you're so actively trying to hide something. Exactly. And so that, that, that it becomes larger. Your, yeah. it, it becomes larger because it resonates. Somebody else sees something, you think, okay, we um, they are correct. That's true, maybe, a little bit. So then it becomes <laughs> bigger. And then your mind, it's, 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 it's like a... Your mind makes it bigger for you and that creates that reality. And, and, it, it, and it creates, it, it makes it like the the part where you say it makes it bigger. It's such an interesting part because um, I think it, it ties into a, a saying that probably everybody heard. And that's just, you know, water the plants that you want to grow. So mm. if you're going to water a plant, it's going to grow. If you're going to mm. give it fresh soil, it's going to grow. So same with these kind of things. If you have a negative thought, if you have, a, the, for example, that thought and you want to keep that a secret, but somebody find, found out and mm. you got to hide it better, you're giving it attention. You're still giving it water. And everything you give water is going to grow. So if you're going to give something negative water, it's going to grow into bigger negative because those thoughts are going to grow. The emotions tied to it are going to grow. Everything's, every, again, everything you give attention is going to grow in a way. So, you know, if, you, if you're going to give attention to that kind of stuff, those thoughts are going, going to grow. That doesn't make them more true or less mm. true or more grounded or more reality. They just take up more space because they're growing, because you're giving them water. Mm. So, you know, every reality is a reality. Every reality is a reality. That's obviously true, uh, Rowan. Um, and the, well, the inconvenient part is the third step here. That reality that you create in your mind based on the opinion of somebody else, of the perceived opinion of somebody else, is a trigger for behavior. So the whole process is not into a direction you want to move your life into. So you, you still are in a, in a mode where the outer world is controlling not only your mind, but is also controlling even your actions. So the outer world is controlling your mind and even the connected actions. But we can reverse this process. Yes, that's the good part. Um, <laughs> 20 minutes in, we're getting to the good part already. <laughs> this is going to be a juicy episode. <laughs> yeah, and short, <laughs> I hope. Um, so how can you reverse this? And this is pretty tricky because it needs some... Um, initial thinking before you start again and watch the opinion of something of other people about you. So what do you need to do first? If you know, if you feel that you are sustainable about getting, um, being influenced by a specific reaction, you need to be aware what that is. So and why, yeah, why your uh, realization of why also you're believing that is very important because you need to be aware about everything. Why are you believing, for example, if somebody says something? Uh, I think we talked about this earlier as well mm. already a little bit. We mentioned it. 
but why do you believe that some when somebody says that you're bad at I don't know let's let's just take a random one why does why do you believe that somebody says you're bad at football for example why do you believe that is did they give you uh, uh constructive thoughts or like, you need to realize why your brain is picking up on things as well why your brain is collecting certain data because for example if mm. that data is vague if it's just because someone says oh you're, you suck at football so you can conclude it's not specific it's not concrete nobody gave you like a specific thing like you kick with the wrong leg or you don't run fast enough or you uh, have the wrong shoes they yeah. didn't give you anything specific so you can conclude okay I take in negative feedback that is based on no factualities, no, no good yeah, reasoning. But, yeah, but Rowan, even when it is factual, so even when you are not that good at football, or maybe when you're not that good in taking in feedback, mm -hmm. or maybe when you're not so good in handling difficult situations and you get angry all the time so even when it is true then there is a first step before you are you can be able to manage this so there's a first step and the first step is to realize that what is going to break when you accept that you find it difficult to take in feedback so what is your issue so in this <laughs> yeah. so in this question the person asked in the in the, in, in the group uh, imagining the people think negatively about me and making that real that thought so i back away without saying why so there's a very quick conclusion about what to do after people think negatively so what's going to break inside of you when somebody thinks something negative about you what yeah why is there that whole um alarm system in your head exactly exactly in place because that's it that's it right he has an alarm system in place in his head for whenever somebody would not like him but that uh, that alarm basically already gets triggered by the thought of people not liking him exactly right now but but like we need to get to the core of that alarm system basically what what First. is going to break what is let's think about why what would happen if people actually wouldn't like you so it's not a thought it is factual it is every like it's so the you, most you know it's the so most wonderful just just to get in on that be, before we continue it's the most wonderful quote i've ever heard about um doing the thing that you love mm -hmm. um i don't know the person who said it unfortunately i, I forgot the name but they said there's always going to be someone that hates you for the thing that you do so you might as well make sure that you like the thing that you do <laughs> yeah which is like that changed when I heard that for the first time that completely shifted my that was that was a paradigm shift for me that was a complete paradigm sh shift for me that was such a hard reality for me to where it like twisted my brain where I was like you're right yeah it's a very interesting um remark and it is so interesting 
because um, because when you accept who you are, nobody can have any negative impact on who you are. So no. if you no no impact, good good choice of words indeed. No no negative impact on exactly. you. Exactly. So when you have when you are when you completely accept who you are then any negative thought of anybody else has no impact on you you know and so when people do you got to you got to go back to the question that we were talking about mm. what's going to break what's yeah. what's what's going to break and nothing can be broken by words or thought from somebody else. No, we're letting it break us. We, we give the power, we give the power to a negative mindset to the world outside of ourselves. So we give people yeah. the power to create a negative mindset in ourselves, which then also creates a dysfunctional behavior. Let's not forget that even if you're struggling with this for a long time already, um, and I know most of, we, of us had this moment where we say like, um, somebody asks you like, why is this hurting you so much? Mm -hmm. And people say, oh, I, I just really can't take this. And I, I really can't have it when people say that to me or do this or uh, it, it just hurts me or um, I really I really can't take it. Let's not forget that that sentence started with I. I really can't take this kind of work. So that puts, again, the, the, the action with you. You can't do that yet. That doesn't make it the fault of the other thing. No. You, you said it correctly. It's one of those sentences that people say correctly but they don't really realize what they're saying mm. they say i can't take it but they they don't realize that they're saying that they are doing that, that the responsibility is with them that it's not someone that did that to them but you know it's they are they are creating they are creating <laughs> that reality about themselves based on a perception of what somebody else maybe is thinking. And if you realize that this is the process you're in, you're halfway. You're halfway. And the other half, obviously, is that you, when you are being motivated to act in a specific way based on this dysfunctional mindset just say stop for a moment just wait for a moment count to 30 or 20 or whatever or wait maybe a day before you act before you realize why you are creating this reality in your own mind and what the problem is 
what's the problem underneath and what exactly. is what is the reasons why you're creating this this new reality is it based on facts do you agree with those facts why yeah. do you agree with those facts there's a lot of questions that you can go through first that on its own already takes time like even if you weren't gonna wait to cool off it's still gonna take time to answer those questions and really think about it but doing that in an emotional state because we most of the time we are um i think our body maybe also has an an initial response an intuitive response that aligns with this where our body already says like i want to get out of this situation um but i i think we don't channel that in the right way so we obviously because we are pain avoiders yes we want to get out of a painful situation yes. so let's 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 take it out of the imagination part for a sec Be, somebody actually said to you that you suck at something it hurts you um and it does do something to you you're not trained at this yet so it still hurts you you don't you, it still affects who you are um you either react angry to that person or you want to run away or you want to make them mad or you maybe you even want to tell them that what they are saying is uh, you can't say that you can't say something like that to a person yeah. um while in theory in the core those are all things that you say to avoid pain you want to get that situation sorted and gone yes. either by shutting the other person up winning the discussion or running away from the discussion. it's kind of fight flight freeze kind of situation um but it, it, it's funny that even then, because you see it a lot, people, especially the excuse of someone saying to another person, you are not allowed to say that to me. It's such an interesting thing because it comes from a place of wanting to get away from a certain situation. But it it, it, it is so far away from solving the, the problem. Yep. Shutting someone up is so far away from, from actually fixing the problem. But it is not that difficult to um, understand why this is happening this period of time because of the oh well we're not going to bash all social media but <laughs> but obviously we are being influenced by all the likes and the appraisals or the um, etc about what you do for example on social media the amount of likes and followers almost dictates who is most believable of everybody yeah and that's that's one of the one of the problems at this moment of time because um there is not a real interaction with a person who likes something of you or dislikes something no of you no there's no back and forth no no um still you need to realize that you are um accepting that opinion yeah. in yourself so yeah. your mind accepts the opinion or maybe even perceived opinion about you so then you create your own reality and your action follows so the first thing to do is to make a decision it's a very simple decision it's it's very simple. It's good, good to say that's a simple decision because I also know that a lot of listeners probably have some problems with making decisions. Yeah. Uh, so it's good that it's an easy. Uh, but it's a, it's a very simple decision. And please listen carefully because 
if you are able to make this decision, it will help you tremendously. And the decision is that you stop being a slave to the opinion of somebody else. Sounds almost like a like a like a statement for for like a, a like a statement that somebody makes like oh, are we gonna stop being a slave? But Every time it's a serious question. You need to. I, I'm. It is. It is. It I think is. I know what you're gonna say. You ask every single person in your in your practice this yeah. probably every i you have asked me <laughs> from from i don't know how young i was i was like this big for the people at youtube this guy they can see i was like this big when he already started asking mm. me this question i think yeah but it is a good question and it's a pretty simple question um but what the hard part is is not the question is the following through is what the hard part is. You need to keep yourself yes, accountable. Yeah, if you're going to say, for example, <laughs> I am not going to be a slave to no. someone else's opinion or someone else's reality. Yeah, the outer world. The yeah. outer world. I'm not going to be a slave to that. You need to follow through with that. And one of the things, which is definitely something that ties in with this, that a lot of people have problems with, it also means that you can't shift the blame on anybody else anymore. It's all on you. Definitely. So... <laughs> People say to me, okay, Gerard, this is a very simple statement, a very simple decision, but I just can't do it. And then they don't make that decision because they have an opinion about themselves that they can't do it. And then the only thing I say, it doesn't matter what happens in the next minute or the next half an hour or the next two days or the next week. The decision you're going to make is now. So you make the decision now. It doesn't matter what the future looks like. Obviously, you want to follow through. But for making the decision, it doesn't matter. No. And also because we don't know, we can make an estimate. Of course, of course, we can all say like in the past I failed, so I will, I will fail in the future. Or in the past I had success, so I can do this in the future. Yeah, but but the, the fact is that we don't know. And basing a, a decision on your future and already claiming, um, claiming like, oh, I can't do this. Maybe you can in the future, but not never if you're going to say I can't. If you're going to say, I can't do this, you're going to keep not being able to do that. Yeah, and it is obviously the same decision, the same thing you're going to tell yourself about past experiences. I'm not going to be a slave about what happened in my past. Dot. I'm not going to be a slave about what other people think about me. And actually so, by, by saying, saying that as a response, like I can't do that, you're actually already saying yes. You're already saying I'm going to be a slave yes. to, to, to other people yes. because you're, especially when you're grabbing the past experiences again, people make that decision probably because they couldn't in the past. Hmm. So what they're doing is they're giving, they're giving in. They're literally saying, I can't do that because it happened in the past and in the future when that situation would happen again, 
It's not going to be any different. No, and now we're going to take it m maybe even a little bit deeper um, because some people are traumatized. Which are very deep-rooted uh, yeah. thought well, patterns, of course. Traumas are experiences in the past which still at this moment determine how you live your life. And how you perceive reality. And how you perceive reality. So experiences in the past that at this moment of time still influence your life deeply and which you cannot control. So you have no power of control over your response, if it is an emotional response or a behavioral response. So again, so it is a past experience which could be a lot of negativity from other people about you and which still creates an emotion or behavior which you cannot control at this moment of time. That's a trauma. So obviously everything starts again with a decision on that you are the creator of your own life. I love how you formulate these uh, formulate these things because you obviously I think people don't realize how carefully every word in that previous sentence was chosen. Yeah. Um, how, if I'm saying this correctly, word for word, something that happened in the past yes. still controls how you perceive reality or act in the present today. Without that, you can control it. Yeah, you without have, your you have no power of control. Today. Today. Yes. And that is a trauma. That's a trauma. And everything starts again when I treat people um, for this kind of traumas. Um, it starts with a decision that you're going to take back control to yeah. create your own life. That's why I said you choose your words carefully because you specifically said today you don't have control. But yes. I think for a lot of people, this kind of stuff, especially traumas, which are indeed exactly what you say, at that moment in time, you don't have control. But I feel like a lot of people perceive that as if that also dictates the future. Exactly. You, you indeed don't have control right now. Nobody's gonna like deny that. Yes, you can't maybe do certain things because of your trauma right now, but the question is, is that it's still gonna control you in 10 years? Yeah, and it will control your, you in the next 10 years if you do not start or if you not decide, decide today that you are going to be the creator of your own life separately from what other people think about you. Yeah, and trauma always, always gets created by an outside force. I couldn't right now, I couldn't think of a situation where you completely isolated in a single room would create trauma for yourself. Like a, a, a really deeply rooted trauma, how you could do that yeah. to yourself, I, one to one. I can't. Yeah, uh, that one to one, like you no, to yourself. Not traumas. So no. most of the time it also directly relates to some form of outside source. May it yeah. be 
whatever it is, may it be your workspace, may it be other people directly or a one-on-one -on -one situation or the government or an operation, it's always an outside source. Yeah, and it is always the combination between the outside source and your vulnerability on that specific aspect. On that specific moment of time. In that time. Because it can and even be already that your yeah, your vulnerability got less over the years, but the trauma is still there because yeah. the trauma got affected in the moment that you were still vulnerable. Yeah, and it is obviously from psychological perspective, extremely interesting to see how then the brain works. So when there is a trauma, when there is a, a something happened in the past and then it created a negative reaction inside of you, something negative, negative emotion, etc. Experience was negative. Then the mind doesn't want to be confronted consciously about that situation again. Pain avoiders, yeah. So what happens then, there's going to be an automatic response without a, any control of your neocortex, an automatic response when something like that happens again. So some In the direction of fight, flight, fright. Uh, exactly. Yeah. So there is no control. Now, and well, maybe a lot of you also heard about all kind of intervention techniques. So as for example, EMDR. EMDR, yeah. Um, and what EMDR does, we, you know, e EMDR is the um, is is a method where you follow a finger or sounds, uh, bipolar sounds, so left, right, uh, ear, uh, or follow the finger, or tapping. That's also possible. Um, <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Thanks for the listeners yeah. at home that you just tapped the microphone <laughs> tap as well. The microphone. So for, for the listeners at home, this is what we mean. Yeah, <laughs> tapping. But then, so, and what the EMDR does when there is a bipolar um, stimuli, then the automatic reaction gets detached. So they cut through the automatic reaction. And then there is a open field. So what EMDR does, you detach from the automatic reaction. And then there is an open field. Then there is the possibility to install a new mental mindset. Yeah. And that yeah. new mental mindset starts always with a decision. Going back to that step that we were talking about, it always comes back to the decision. Are you going to take control? And in this, specific, yeah. this, in this specific case, are you going to decide right now no. that you're not going to let other things, outside sources, um, decide your reality? And Create your, your reality. Yes. yes. And here, um, I could ask everybody listening um, from a number between zero and 10, in what, how could you rate yourself from being the creator of your own reality when zero is no control and 10 is maximum control? I'm very curious about yeah. 
yeah, about yeah. how people who are listening here are viewing their capability to create their own reality. And you can send it to us, your grade. Please. And with that, I would love to uh, love it if you would include just one. So for even for the people that have uh, that gave themselves a one as a as a grade, even if you gave yourself a nine as a grade. Um, I don't believe there's going to be any tens because otherwise, why are you still listening after 44 minutes into a podcast that will help you improve yourself? <laughs> like, let, let's be honest. Uh, but even if you're a nine, try to think of one thing where you are still letting outside sources kind of influence you in a way uh, or dictate the, the, your reality on the subject. Um, and just add that to it. Just one scenario. Yeah. Maybe it's at home. Maybe it's in a friend's social situation. Maybe it's with politics or with your work or whatever you do. Just one situation. Add that to it. Send it to us. We'd love to see it. Yeah, um, well, we, we would love to see it also because we are now starting with the um, talking about in these uh, podcasts um, about subjects people put in the comments or uh, with your social media presence, etc. Yeah. But also this would be super cool to see what is that's bugging you. So we can like talk about it in this podcast and I can maybe we can give talk the about people it. some hints and tips the, on the, how to handle yeah. this. Depending on how many reactions we get, we can always look at maybe um, either dedicating another podcast to it and really going through it or maybe we can decide to maybe have a specific segment of the podcast and say, for example, like every podcast at the end of the podcast, we look at one comment and we go over that or yeah. once one email that people send in, not like this, because now we have a subject for a podcast, but maybe say like at the end of every podcast, we tackle one submission from the previous podcast. Yes. One reaction that we got, we highlight that we give like five minutes to that. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, do, do that. You can send it to, obviously, you can send it to, what did we do? Info? Info at uh, Unlimited Potential Program? Program? Yes. yes. So yeah, you can email it to info at unlimitedpotentialprogram.com or you can, if you're watching it on YouTube, just put it in the comments of the YouTube video um, where we will also get into it um, and maybe even also already give you a little response in the YouTube comments. Um, but, you know. Yeah, we, we'll, we'll get back to you. We'll rewrite everything that we read, everything that people send. So, um, so uh, what's the what's the next step though? Because we already at 40, 46 minutes right now. Um, but I, we do want to obviously give people a little bit of a, cu a couple of steps to go through mm. and not leave it open ended. So the first step is make the decision. Yeah, let's 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 conclude a little bit. So when you are very sensitive to the opinion of somebody else or how you think somebody else thinks about you. Realize yourself that you are doing this. So realize yourself that you are being influenced by a perception of reality. That's step one. That's step one, yeah. That's, that's obviously step one. Then realize that you are making it worse in your own mind, that you are making it real. Not because something you're consciously doing, but just because you're giving it water, as we talked about before. Exactly. But realize, be attentive that you do this, Yeah. that, that your mind does this, like an accumulation of negativity. That's, 
the second thing that happens. And then the third thing is that you realize that you are letting your behavior be controlled by that thought that you created in your own life. So the first step was to make a decision now that you are the creator of your own reality. The, the first step, you just said the first step. The first step was yeah, but realizing. Th that's the realizing. But yeah, if yeah, you yeah. are going to go to... The action plan. The action plan. You had a fix. That's the first step of the fix exactly. is indeed is making the decision. Is yeah. making the decision. And if you've made that decision, you need to be aware every time again when you fail. So you need to be attentive every time again and write it down. So you need to be attentive every time again when you can't um, do what you decided to do. To create your own reality based on your own perception and not the perception of somebody else. And you need to make this for yourself a process, a conscious process every time again. This is literally like working out. This is just, you're training this. Exactly. Every time you do it. And, you know, sometimes if you go to the gym as well, it, sometimes if you do, for example, a, a set on the bench press and you're trying to get a new PR for yourself, a new record, you know, you also have moments where you feel where you drop that bar on your chest. Yes. All air gets compressed out of your lungs and you're like, oh no, I feel, yeah, no, but this is next time maybe you can get it. And this is a very good example. The air gets <laughs> pressed out of your lung because the your 60 kilogram weight uh, because that's your... also what happens when you're being confronted with a negative emotion the bar just drops on your chest exactly it's it's, it's that feeling as well it's, it's it's the same feeling so but first you need to make it real for yourself that you are doing this and that's i think that is enough to start with so obviously there are it's more steps yeah. because obviously then you need to think about okay what i'm what do i want to create in my life not that you do not want to be suspendable to um or sensitive to the opinion of others no you need to look at yourself and then create a life which really is a build on your own talents yeah. so that you can accept yourself the way you are. Yeah. So that's obviously the follow-up steps. Yeah, and also like little things like how to recreate or like shape the thoughts that already are based in your head because, for example, mm. this helps the person that sent the question. This is going to hopefully help the... Well, I know for sure that it's going to help the person to, in the future not do this anymore or mm. do this less but it didn't teach the person to how to reshape the thing that already existed yeah and, um, and, and but, uh, but the, that's obviously next steps all of that are next yeah. steps but this is a good thing to start training i think this is uh, uh, what we didn't really cover in these 45 minutes is that he said so i back away without saying why so somebody has something negative in their mind he thinks yeah. about him mm -hmm. then it creates a reality in his own mind and then he backs away without saying why so oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. one of the other hints and tips 
is to just to just talk to that person if you feel comfortable at some moment of time to talk about that to that person okay this is the feeling i get and now i'm and now i feel to to back back away for this person it's the second you know? step of course it's the second step because they still have to first fix it for themselves get exactly. their own mind and in order then, and then as a second step they can when they sorted everything out in their own head and, and accepted their and own accepted it and yeah. made the decision and exactly. realized why they do it and what's really where everything's coming from um and why their mind in some form agrees with it and then they can take the second step and talk to that uh, talk about that to the other person um, obviously without pointing any fingers or whatever because it's all within yourself yeah because um, it, uh, w without saying why so we you also need to look at why was it so difficult for <laughs> me to confront another person yeah yeah with your own emotion to confront the other person with your emotion so there's no guilt there's no you did something to me no because you're only talking about how things happened within your own brain yeah so and and that <laughs> there's nobody's fault the, the only one fault. to blame is yourself yeah, exactly <laughs> and now you decided to be the creator of your own reality so now you decided to be the creator of your own reality. Yeah, and you're simply sharing. So you sharing. can easily share yeah. what happened inside of your emotion. You're just sharing your 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 exactly. your, your thoughts. You're not you're not blaming anyone because we just concluded that you're the only one to blame for your own reality, and you're just sharing that with someone. So it's not it's not doing anything anything wrong at all. But you know, we notice that these podcast episodes tend to get very long, and even when they get very long, just to conclude this a little bit, um, uh, sometimes there might still be things that feel like mm. we didn't cover everything. But that even if, even because these podcast episodes are a small hour, you can't cover everything in an hour. No. Luckily, and we yeah. do both. Mm. You have a professional psychologist practice. I am also a coach. So I also have one-on-one uh, -on -one sessions with people. Um, and of course, we have our program, which is currently only for people that also want to become a coach. Yes. Uh, but in the future, we're definitely looking into also individual later this year. courses. Later this year. Later this year. We're looking at it. We're already doing a lot back, backstage, of course. But um, already, if you feel like this podcast isn't enough and you need more guidance or you need more help, there are options for you. You can yeah. always just send us an email. We are more than happy to also just have a quick chat with you to see which option fits you um, without charging you, of course. Just just a quick chat or, or maybe an email back and forth and talk about what, what extra help you might need. Um, and we have a lot of things where you can simply hire us or, yeah. or get the course that we yeah, do. Or a, or a short Zoom session. A short Zoom that's, session. That's That's definitely possible. There are so we do get that, and obviously we do try to do things like this, uh, like the podcast, completely for free, because we think it's nice to get a lot of resources out there. But uh, we also understand that some people might need some extra help, and we do offer that. Obviously, those things are not for free, um, but we we gladly offer it to anybody. If you guys need any help, just send us a message. 
uh, we can always look into uh, into what we can do more for you. Yeah. So, so with that with that concluded of this hour of uh, going in depth into the first question of uh, someone online that actually gave us one of these topics. Thank you very much for submitting that topic. Keep them coming yeah. because I think they're very, very, very valuable. We already have a couple of other ones still lined up. Um, so yeah, thank you, thank you all for listening. It was a good session. Yeah, thank you was, for sparring uh, as well. I had a lot of yeah. fun putting this a little bit back and forth. Yeah, and again, thanks for sharing um, this uh, this question and uh, keep them coming because we enjoyed a lot to uh, to talk about this yeah uh, and um, yeah. and I we already know what's to come for the next subject <laughs> you you don't know what we already have written down but there's a lot of cool uh, cool topics coming yes. up okay thank okay. you all for listening see you on the next unlimited potential podcast and the next week we're gonna have do it in dutch again and the week after that we're gonna have another english one thank you all don't forget to on spotify or if you're on another platform to uh save it follow it whatever you want to do maybe share it with friends if you think it could help someone um and like always Dare to dream. Dare to dream.